I'm sorry, mama. I never meant to hurt you. I never meant to make you cry. But tonight, I'm cleaning out my closet. One more time. I said, I'm sorry, mama. I never meant to hurt you. I never meant to make you cry. But tonight, I'm cleaning out my closet. I don't know why the hell I'll be encouraging your bullshit. What do you mean? <laughs> All of that. What do you mean? All of that was ridiculous. Nigga, can you not figure out how to put these headphones on? Bro, I got them backwards and shit. <laughs> Hold on, give me. <laughs> Y'all, we went out for Taco Tuesday and we had jumbo margaritas, and this nigga cannot figure out how to this put them on. This just ain't never been that strong, man. Mm. And All I right, so I ain't no lightweight. We're cleaning out the closet today. We are not. That's that's not what we're doing. That bro. is what we're doing. What? What skeletons do you have? It's not skeletons. It's shit that's going on between us that we have not managed to let go. But to me, that's not cleaning out the closet. You just started What the is song it, cleaning out the you cabinet? Just started, you just started the song with Eminem. Yeah. You just started the whole thing with Eminem. Yeah. The entire thing is about him cleaning skeletons out of his closet. Right, but Like shit that you got to hide. You got something to hide? Nigga, no. Okay, then. <laughs> it's not the same but thing. But my thing is, it's not that we're necessarily hiding shit. It's that... It's shit that keeps coming up. So clearly, like, we're still holding on to it. Okay. And where do black people keep shit that they hold on to? Either A, in that one random drawer in the kitchen. Like you got to. Yup. And B, the (laughs) closet. So we're just going to clean out the closet. I guess. All right. Let's get to the show. Back to work, you slacker. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand it? What the hell is wrong with you people? Uh, you gotta cherish every day, man. The present is a guilt. The future is a mystery, and the past is history. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Wine Up Podcast. I am your host, Kiara. What's up, y'all? I'm Corey. All right, so before we get started, we have to pay respect. Why are you so loud? Nigga, because, look, I'm not used to this good echo, quality echo we have. In our, we just, <laughs> we're moving into our new apartment. We're in the new apartment, and it's got echo, echo, echo. But we need to pay our respects, so rest in peace, Kobe Bryant and Gigi, Gigi Bryant. So... That was trash, right? Man, I mean, and it was it was a lot more kids on that on that um, helicopter because mm-hmm. you know they was on their way to practice. Uh, mm-hmm. or, like that's what I read or whatever. But like, I just that's that's shit that I can't fathom. I don't understand. Man, you ain't lying. I've been reading on social media like people saying shit like it's a blessing like to be able to leave home and come back. Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't realize that until something like this happens um out of fucking nowhere really man there were some babies you know i, I just it's, it's one of those things and i don't want to get too religious but for a moment like it's those things where they be like you ain't you supposed to trust god you're not supposed to question god but for me i'm just like bro like how First does that off, make sense? you don't talk to god like that time bro he ain't look, one of your little friends look hey i talked to bro i talk, I talk to god. he ain't one of your little friends Corey. i, I talk to god who how i talk Corey. to god god and i have an understanding okay with how i talk so therefore we're therefore, fine okay it's just one of those things though i'm just like man like why mm. them babies ain't deserted yeah True. kobe lived a full life those parents he just had a new baby life. Yeah, but that man has accomplished a lot in 41 years. True. <laughs> so, but, like, his 13-year-old yeah, and teammates. Yeah, I agree. So, um, yep, we also want to let you know, if you're barking, we put the dogs in the other room. So, and Storm now has access to a window, which means... Psycho. <laughs> it can go down. Anybody that walks past the window can get... They want smoke at this point. So anyway, so um, today's episode, we're talking about um, forgiveness and moving forward after forgiveness. And the reason we decided we wanted to talk about this particular topic is because Corey and I went through a lot in the beginning of us getting to know each other. Um, 
We did not get together intending to be together. At all. At all. Um, it's just something that happened. And unfortunately, in the beginning of that, uh, there was some mess. Um, and I so say mess. It's mess. Why is it mess? So you're saying what happened at my house wasn't mess? Oh, no. That was some fucked up. That was and you mess. don't think what you did was that some was mess? Some okay, what I said, what I did was But you fucked don't think up. what you did was some was, mess? I, I call it fucked up, but I wouldn't call it mess. Nigga, it was mess. Anyway, and so... Uh, we think we're over it, and then it we comes up. It about the shit. We get into it again, um, and either out of nowhere, out of nowhere, and either it's you know we're just reflecting on old shit that happened between us, and just talking about how we just never thought we would be here, or it's some other shit. Um, and so we decided that we've come to the realization that you know, hey, we're not a perfect couple, and there's shit that went on between us that we still have not healed from. Um, while we may not still get mad about it and irate about it, we're at the position where we have not let it go yet. And so mm-hmm. we just feel like that's something that a lot of couples may be going through because you might have forgiven that motherfucker, but that still don't mean you're not mad about it. And that still don't mean that that still affects a lot of the decisions you make and the conversations you have with each other agree or disagree agree and i think the problem though is that like while you can forgive like you say you're forgiving that person but you don't forget it mm-hmm. and so at some points like some certain things that like hurt or are traumatic or like bother you whatever the case may be like it goes from yeah i could forgive you but i can't forget it and so it becomes muscle memory for your emotions for your brain whatever the case may be and it just takes over okay so um, we were, we went online and researched, um, a couple things. And so first we want to talk about how to forgive and forget. And so this, it's a three part series with multiple questions in between. And so we are going to do the work on this podcast. Um, and it might get ugly. Be it might not. Y'all. Huh? I said, be with me. Bear with you. You better yeah, watch what I the fuck you say out your me. mouth. Went, the last man. time we talked about this, you lost your motherfucking mind. Man, look. And I hope you, you got a grip on it. Are you done? Are you? Are you? Are you? I'm good. Are, are you? you ready? Are you? Are you done? Are you? Let's go. Okay. So, number fuck one, changing your perspective, okay? So, you need to let go of resentment. Uh, if you, It says, if you want to ever really forgive the person who wronged you, then you have to kick all of those bitter and resentful feelings to the curb. Let go of the part of you that hates the other person or wishes him or her harm or failure. If you hang on to these negative feelings, then they will plague your own life and make it hard for you to find happiness. So the sooner you see that letting go of your resentment is the right thing to do, the better. So for us, we're going to tell you about our specific, our situations. Um, And we are not going to use names. So, um... For me, there was a situation where Corey uh, went out of town on, to Miami with a friend. Now, the thing is, this friend is an ex. And not like an ex that they dated for like two months and they broke up. Like, this was an ex that she was in love with. And, like, there was a, a deeper connection so much so that... You know, they were, were you guys best friends first and then became a relationship or a relationship and then best friends? We were really close um, and then started, you know, being intimate and then got into a relationship. And then after that became like really good friends. Okay. So it was a situation where um, I was really uncomfortable. And so something happened in the beginning. Corey told me she wasn't going to go on the trip. And then something happened on my end where that made her upset. And so then her response was, well, fuck it. I'm going on the trip now. So, so hold up. So am I lying? Not exactly. No, no, not exactly. But let's say how it was though. Right. That was what it was. Okay. But remember what happened on your end made me feel like, well, shit, I'm sitting up here being completely honest. Why am I being honest? If right, so you were being vindictive. So I mean, yeah, okay, I can see how you see it that way. It's, but, that's uh, but, hold on, but hold on, I was originally going on a trip. The trip was already originally established. We had already had that conversation about going on a trip. Mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna go because of how you felt after finding out that she was my ex mm-hmm. or whatever. Now, because so it's not just one ex that she has. 
situ- that she's best friends with or friends with. There's another girl, like it's not just one girl, it's another girl that they've been had some kind of sexual contact. Not saying that they fuck, but they've had sexual contact more than one time. Uh-huh. And so for me, it was like, she's telling me all this at one time. And then it was like, after she told me that, then it was, oh, by the way, the one I was in love with, we supposed to go to Miami together. Mm-hmm. So fast forward, I'm like, all right, whatever, you know. You go to Miami, you're telling me this is your best friend. I have to trust that because you haven't given me any reason not to believe you, right? Mm -hmm. So the trip comes and she's telling me how it's going to be one bed. And so I'm like, well, nigga, I don't give a fuck about none of that. Like, y'all need to not be in the bed together. Corey's like, basically, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I'll figure it out, but I can't control the situation. Which we know is bullshit. Anybody that stays in a hotel, you know if it's one bed, it's, you can get a cot, you can do something. Like, you can downgrade to a two, be, two queen bedroom. Like, you can do something. So, uh, she goes on the trip. She's incognito, but I don't press her because it's a trip. Like, who wants to go on a trip? I was not incognito. I got you fucked were incognito. up that one day. You were only there for like three days. And I got fucked up that one day, and that's when I stopped responding because I was drunk as fuck and wanted to sleep. Right, so and I you told you that. So you went incognito. But I had been responding. But did I know? But did I know what was going on? I told on? you what happened when I woke up. But in the moment, did I know what was going on? In the moment, no. So in the moment, you were incognito. Okay. Okay. Well, so uh, I find out. Fast forward. Fast forward. That I'm like, yo, are you in the bed with her? And Corey was like, yeah. And so that shit fucked me I told up. You before that. My nigga. I told you that when I got there. I told you that. I told you I was in the bed with her. There's no way. I did. There's you no way. You knew that. There's no, it's not, it's not. It's it was no not, way, bro. It was not a foreign concept. So I wait. already told you. So wait, so wait, you're telling me that you were in the bed with her. Like, oh, mind you, they didn't fuck. Like, I know for, no, I, I know shit. for a fact they didn't fuck. I'm not, I'm not the type of person. Right? But you were in the bed with her. You told me you were in the bed with her. Mm-hmm. I know me. I know I had to voice my opinion on that. You ain't say nothing. There's no way. I promise you. People who listen to this podcast I, I know me know I had I, to but say I'm something. I'm telling you, but I'm telling you what happened. You didn't say anything. And what was so crazy was, like, you, like, you, like I could tell something was wrong. But you didn't give a shit. It wasn't that. You weren't talking to me about what was wrong. And Why do I, I have to talk I about it you if and you I knew, try to figure But out. you knew you was but wrong. I mean, okay, I was wrong about sleeping in the same bed as her, but ain't shit happen. It don't matter, my nigga. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm getting upset. Like, it doesn't matter if no shit happened. Like, if that's the case, then if that shit would have happened, roles reversed, you would have had to just been okay with that. So, and so, we both talked about it, and you said you would not have been okay with that shit. So, and, I, and so I understand, right? You know, I think for me, though, because I've done it previous. So in a previous relationship, I went out of town with some friends. I shared a bed with one, somebody. And so that person didn't trip off of it. So I wasn't thinking she loved it. Especially did that person know that you or, were fucked? Did you, was it that same person? What? Was it that same person that you shared a bed with? It's or was it the person. other one? The other one. It was the other one. So did your girl at the time know about the other one? No. So your the example that you're using is faulty as fuck, bro. I it mean, doesn't. It's not equivalent to what we're talking about. I mean, I get what you're saying. It's not equivalent. I get what you're it's saying. It's not equivalent. You I gotta come harder saying. than that, bro. So for me, though, you need to I wasn't make you need to in a restate the question in your answer, make a <laughs> claim, and then prove your claim with evidence from the text. Okay? You're, you have valid evidence. You have valid proof. I'm yes, I do. I'm don't. a lawyer's child. Are you Go done? ahead. I'm sorry. Go Are ahead. You done? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm not saying you don't have proof. I'm not saying that your claim is not valid. What I'm saying is at that point in time, I was I was not I wasn't tripping. And because I knew I wasn't doing anything and I had no intentions of doing nothing with her, I wasn't tripping off nothing. Okay. I didn't I didn't think you you were dealing with Corey in a mindset of Corey, yeah, though Corey got somebody at home that she want, that she wants to be with, Corey is, for all intents and purposes, single. And but Corey was Miami, not single. No, and that's what's crazy is when you told one of your best friends about it, they told you you were being stupid as shit. Yeah. Like, Corey was not single. Corey went to Miami knowing that when she got back, she wanted to settle down with Kiara. So when Corey went to Miami, Corey already knew what was up, according to Corey. Yes. So for you to know, you're telling me that you know that and that you went on that trip anyway. Now, mind you, y'all, this was in August. 
So we're beyond that. But for you to say like, oh, you know, I wanted to be with you, but I still wanted to go be a dickhead. It's like, you put me on a back burner, bro. And then not only did you put me on a back burner, you knew what you was doing was fucked up, but you didn't care because you felt like I'm going to do what the fuck I want before I settle down. I was being extremely And that was clown shit. I've been extremely shocked. Right, I, I so, claim to that. I, I take, we've never really. I admit to that. We've never, never really dealt with that. And then after that, Shorty came in town. Who? We can't use names. She ain't been back in town. What did she didn't come in town? I, no, she came in town before. Exactly. That. No. Okay, she, so my bad. You met her before. I think, but then I had I had issues with her then. Honestly, what? I had issues with her then. Oh, oh, with that comment she made? Yeah, with that comment she made. Yeah. And I had issues with you, too. So, it was what like... What issues you have with me? How you were acting at rehab. Because we was dancing? Y'all were doing... You were doing too much. I did less with her dancing than I did with you. Lies. Okay. we don't even get down like that in public. Okay. Like, am I wrong? I mean, for my recollection is completely yeah, your different Your recollection is fucked up because you're old. Yeah, so, okay. <laughs> I think... I just had issues already, and then that trip kind of solidified how I felt like you felt about me. Like, in that moment, it made me feel like I was secondary to you and that I was irrelevant, and, like, that you felt like you can just pick me up off the back burner. And unfortunately for you, that is something that I have issues with because in former relationships, that's something that I've dealt with. And so to then experience that with you, it was like, what the fuck, bro? Like, this is clown shit, and she's too old for this shit. Like, this shit is weird. So that's what happened with my situation. You want to talk about your situation? So my situation happened in... I don't even fucking know, bro. May or June? I want to say it was before either one of our birthdays. It was definitely before our birthdays. So it had to be, like, April or May. Um... Kiera's ex like so we we was chilling in the house um and next thing you know there's a uh your doorbell ring ring nigga I don't know yeah I don't say her doorbell ring and her ex is there <laughs> and yeah it was turns, a doorbell so and she, a, and she walks up door. to the uh Kiera's over walks up to the, she was like cause we had ordered pizza or whatever but I think the pizza was already there yeah, so we looking like the fuck is going on like and i'm like who, who the fuck you expecting but i mean at this at this point it's on you know we're not i guess we're dating um we're we're exclusive and dating um but we weren't you know we we hadn't talked about it for real we was just you know living in a moment or whatever long story short her ex is there ex runs up on me I ain't did shit, and I'm just looking like, what the fuck? And I was actually trying to leave. Pause. But hold on. Pause. Hold no, on. pause. Fix that ex ran up on you shit. D- okay, can, nobody... I, can I finish? Okay, I'm sorry. Can I finish? I'm sorry. Did I cut you off? No, yes. Not when? Quite a few times. Man, we were whatever. In, and we were in conversation. Thank you. It's but different. I'm telling my story. Okay, so I'm telling you. So, I was there. It's our okay, story. Okay, stay over there. Okay, you know what? Okay. Thank you. So, ex ran up on me. Kiera puts her in some type of, like, choke cold shit i don't know but like she did it to shit and I, I respect the fact that she did it to shit but mind you i was trying to leave because at that point in time like i met here and what we met in february we started hanging out in march so this happened in early like late march early may i mean early early april i'm like oh this ain't should do me i was about to take my ass home now pause <laughs> remember our initial hanging out was not under the premise that we were going to be together Agreed. Okay, go Agreed. ahead. Um, now, the problem, though, is that even though it wasn't under the premise of us being together, we were clearly dating. We had already established the fact that we were dating. Um, shit, as a matter of fact, that day, we had just got back from a fucking farmer's market and was just, like, chilling and shit or whatever on the yeah, couch. Yeah, we did just get watching. back from farmer's yes, market. Yes, yes. So I'm sitting on her couch and these baggy-ass sweatpants of hers, this too tight-ass shirt, <laughs> because we had gone to the farmer's market, and hot, I got bro. rained on, and it was hot. Like, all this shit. So, my shit was in her dryer. Mm-hmm. And so, her ex comes up, and I'm just looking like, the hell? So, she tells me it's her ex. Her ex come in. We both speak. I go back in the Kiera's room, you know, just chilling, being quiet. They talk. Next thing I know, I hear a noise. I come out, check to make sure Kiera's cool. Ex come run up at me, and Kiera, like... Um, stops her or whatever. 
Now for me, her ex is old as shit. Like, don't do that. Don't but it's the rude. truth though. She's not old as shit. She's damn near my parents' age. That's a lot. No, it's not. How old is your mom? My mom just turned fifty. She's not damn near your parents. Age. How old is she? In her forties, right? She's. 40, she has probably forty one. She's forty one this year. Okay. That's not damn near your parents' age. Okay, she's ten years younger than my mom. <laughs> You're a child. She's 10 years younger than my mom. Don't be Therefore, shady. I was never too shady. Old, I don't give a fuck. She's too old to be running up on me. That's well, my that's, point. That's the fact. That's yes, my that's point. It ain't, okay. it ain't about her age in general. Okay. It's about the fact that she's too fucking old to be running up on my ass when I ain't even did shit. Except make sure your ass was okay. So anyway, she's trying to run up on me. Kira did it. That shit. Blah, blah, blah. Now, mind y'all, I'm sitting in the fucking room for like an hour. I didn't realize Trying to be long. respectful. Irritated as fuck, but trying to be respectful and trying to respect the fact that Kiera ain't want me to leave. She texted me and was like, please don't leave. All right, cool. This motherfucker didn't propose. This motherfucker mad because she got on bended knee in a fucking monsoon outside in St. Louis. And that's nobody's <laughs> fault. It's your fault. Shit. So you, you can't be mad at me. She, she's not like, at that point in time for me, it was like, Kira is not telling you no because I'm here. Kira's telling you no because she don't want your ass. That ain't got shit to do with me. Again, my ass was trying to leave. So anyways, that was one thing. But the problem is that, you know, Kira was sitting up here telling me like, um, there's all these things that I'm doing wrong, this, that, and the other. But I'm like, your ex ain't just gonna pop up out of nowhere. So my issue wasn't just the fact that she popped up. It was the fact that she popped up and Kira had been lying to me about the fact that she had still been communicating with the chick. Lying is such an ugly word, bro. But it's the truth. Can we pick another one? What, what word would you like to pick? Fibbing. Fibbing? Fibbing. Telling a story? Yes. Um, misinterpreting information? Yes. Like, how, how would you like to take it? All that. Uh-huh. Omitting, she was lying. the facts. She was lying her ass Big off. Truth. And told me that she wasn't talking to the First chick off, anymore. First off, it wasn't lying my ass off. Don't do you, all that. Whatever. Calm down, She champ. told me she wasn't talking to the chick no more. Oh, you about to tell So, for me, <laughs> I'm like, man, but why this motherfucker popping up if y'all ain't communicating? Like, like that don't make sense. The shit don't add up. Now, me, I'm a fucking hopeless romantic. So, technically, her popping up out of nowhere, traveling... To propose and all that shit. That shit was romantic. That shit was sweet, right? But why the hell did she think that shit was okay? And that was my issue. So it wasn't until maybe like a month or two later that Kiera finally admits to me like, oh yeah, we have been communicating. Yes, she had been telling me how she still wanted me back. Yes, she had been telling me that she still loved me, all of this shit. But like at the end of the day, like all you had to do was communicate that with me. You didn't have to hide that from me. So for me sitting on a couch and this random ass person for me just pops up. Like it caught me off guard. And so that bothered me because that situation could have been handled differently, you know, and in in respect and in regards to the fact that if you was properly shutting this shit down, it probably wouldn't have gotten to that point. But obviously in her head, it was a reason that she felt like it was okay to pop up like that. And that was not the first pop-up incident. Look, like, she was not the last pop-up incident. True. You've had multiple pop-ups since then. Oh, but let's be clear. Those other pop-ups, there was no, like, me being, like, entertaining the pop-up. Like, none of that shit. Like, none of it. But that same person still, to this day, disrespects our relationship. But they're not, like, we're talking about... You're specific, are you, if you're specifically talking to pop-ups, at no point did I ever say that those pop-ups, like, I never, I never instigated those pop-ups. Like, even when she popped up for my birthday, so what I'm like, s- me and you were both like, the fuck? What, like, I'm, what I'm specifically talking to in my instance and my issue with the entire situation is that I feel like if you properly did something, then it wouldn't continue to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... I hear you. Just so you know, I hear you. So as far as feelings of resentment, right? Bringing it back over here. I experience feelings of resentment for you because sometimes when moments where I've questioned like how much you want to be here and they don't happen as often as they used to, right? So sometimes yeah, they still happen. Yeah, I mean they still happen. But sometimes when those moments happen, they happen because something triggers that feeling of you didn't choose me in that moment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that really affects me 
And that really affects me because it's not something that happens really ever anymore. But when something does happen, when it happens, those feelings escalated more than it really needs to be. Like, I know that you consciously make a point, like, every day to make sure that I know you love me. That I know you love Yes, so I said that right. So that <laughs> I know you love me and that you want to be here. But when, like, little shit happens, those feelings from that situation escalated. And it makes me go back to that point where I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be in a situ- another situation where that person puts me at second best. And so then it it undermines everything else that you've ever done. And I have to, like, talk myself out of that. So how have you been able to change your perspective? What, what do you mean? Isn't that the point of what we're talking about right now? Mm-hmm. Changing the perspective of, like, what happened? Yeah. So but- what's helped? For me, it's like a conscious every day of like when I feel those feelings coming, stopping myself and saying, you know what? No, you feel this way because you are having this issue and you can't let it go. She's not that person anymore and you have to allow her to not be that person. And so for me, it's a conscious decision every day, every day, every day. And it's not even like, oh no, you cheated type shit. The problem is, is that unfortunately your situation echoed another situation what you mean like another situation where i felt like i was put on the back burner like a lot of my life i felt like i was on the back burner so like i've always had this thing of feeling second best so when it happens in a relationship it double hurts because i share things with that person that i would not share with somebody else and so for them to then do that it really affects me gotcha I mean, what you say makes sense. Um, I think for me, my situation and my perspective is that, you know, for the most part, I've, I feel like most times I'm triggered by it. Most times that it bothers me, it's a defense mechanism. It's a, something else comes up like shit. Miami comes back up and I'm just looking like, what the fuck? Why, why are we talking about this when I've let go of this, 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 and this. Right. Um, but I also recognize that the problem lies in the fact that we shit <laughs> for all intents and purposes at the beginning of our situation, beginning of our relationship, um, we were not moving as, you know, a couple. I was mm-hmm. not treating you as though you were somebody that I was trying to pursue mm-hmm. because that's not how it started for me. And I had just come out of something and I just wasn't tripping off that. And I think that that has bled into um, the way that I moved with you in the beginning. And so it's hard for you to see me different and see that, you know, I mean differently and I want differently for us. Okay. Woo, girl. Y'all, this podcast, we didn't stopped it, argued a little bit, came back. Had to cut some shit out because one of us cussed the other out low key. Um, so it was yeah. hard. She cussed me out. Yeah, Corey would never cuss me out. Um, and don't wait, I would never cuss you out on purpose. Mm, you, you heard the on purpose part, right? She Girl, no, never cuss you on purpose. She's lying her ass off. Um, so it next is consider the scheme of things in the moment. You may feel that the person absolutely ruined your life and made you feel absolutely miserable. Okay, so maybe one of your friends forgot to invite you to a party. Maybe your significant other said something hurtful to you in the heat of the moment. Could they have done something a lot worse? What will whatever they did really cause you pain in another few weeks or in another few months? Chances are that sure, you've been hurt, but that's not the end of the world. It may feel like the end of the world just then, but if you give yourself time to cool off, you'll see that it's not so. Can I go first? Can you what? Can I go first on that one? Can I finish reading? Oh, my bad. Thank you. Take a step back and look at your life. Feel with mostly good things, right? Was the one, was the thing the person did to you really bad enough to pull all of that, put all of that in jeopardy? So I just want y'all to know that I know how to read, but this writing's very small and I'm blind as fuck. Anyway. <laughs> just have to let that be known, bro. <laughs> just let that be known. I'm whole, I'm whole reading teacher, bro. I know how to read. Woo! <laughs> go ahead 
Um, so I think that at least specifically, not on how I feel, but what I did, um, I, as the other person, I don't always make it easy for you. Um, sometimes I let the fact that I'm just frustrated about the fact that we keep talking about the shit get to me and I'll be like, all right, fuck this. And I'll say some slick shit out of my mouth. Oh, like the other and, day? Yeah. And so like, I, I work very, I, I, I try to be very conscious and mindful of what I say, especially to the person that I'm with. Um, especially to Kier, cause Kier is more ruthless than I am with my, with words. Mm-hmm. But, um, I recognize that sometimes I just say slick shit just cause just to be slick. Like, I don't even be meaning it. It's just be like, you know, you said that shit. So I'm gonna say this just to make you mad. And I be telling and that's, no and that's something that I should have, that's something I'm really working on. Um, and I think that at least for me on my, in my situation on that, in that perspective, is that the action that I did was bad enough, but how I reacted in a situation over and over again probably hasn't made it any better. Yeah. No, it hasn't. Um, and I, you know, I appreciate you for recognizing that because you didn't have to. Um, and so that's a big step um, because there have been times with this situation that I didn't feel like you acknowledged how you reacted to that. Mm-hmm. And so thank you for acknowledging that I because you be have a been person. a huge dickhead about it. Yeah. And like you've made me feel like hey, I'm stupid for feeling some sort of way. And so thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as your situation. Go ahead. Admit that you were wrong. I was wrong. I might have lied a little slight, slight, low key. Oh, she finally said lied. Mm. Fib. No, you lied, motherfucker. You lied. Because <laughs> I blatantly All asked right, you. Calm you down, lied. champ. You're doing a lie. <laughs> I'm just All saying. right. Um, I did lie and I, um, I lied because unnecessarily. Why I knew I liked her and I knew that that situation was over. And so for me, it was more so like, I, I don't want this person to go away because of this person when I don't want this other person anymore. And so for me, it was an attempt on keeping you around. Because it was like, we weren't in a relationship. We were barely dating. We were cool. and We were dating. Nigga, one day we're dating for you. I guarantee you tomorrow you're going to say we weren't fucking dating. At that time period, we were dating. Nigga, bye. I took your ass to the fucking farmer's market. I could have gone out with my brother and my sister. You took me to the free farmer's market. Yeah, man. Nigga, shut up. And we was going on dates other than that, too. We was hanging out a lot. Okay, well, either way, I did lie. And, at that um, point in time, how often we I were did, at our own separate homes? Nigga, I was sleeping at my home. And nine times out of ten, I was with you. No, not all And we rotate. Matter of fact, that, that weekend, you were supposed to go, I think, to North Carolina. And I really don't remember that part. Yeah, I, I think you were supposed to go to North Carolina for something. I don't remember what it was. I can't remember if it was spring break or something. But, because you didn't have storm. When was it? It might have been spring break. Yeah, you didn't have storm. Um, but I think that I, in lying, I did not trust you with the opportunity to make a decision for yourself. And I took that choice from you. And for that, I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah, you know, real nigga shit. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's hard though, especially like when you've been wrong so many times and I mean, shit, you, you were very right in not trusting me with that information. Though I wish you would have actually given me a chance, because I know me in the mindset that I was in, I'd probably been like, yeah, this ain't got shit to do with me. And then you wouldn't be here in this lavish-ass apartment. Yeah, because, I mean, it ain't got shit to do with me. And I was definitely about to leave. Like, I was texting, I was texting my friend D, like, yo. <laughs> this bitch crazy. <laughs> I was texting, I was These texting, dykes always got drunk. Yo, I was texting Nas, <laughs> too, like, um... <laughs> I think I need to go. And I'm glad I didn't text my sister at first. Because bang bang. she's crazy. <laughs> so Hell yeah. But I love I love my uh, little future sister in law, man. <laughs> crazy. Pop off yeah. immediately. Like no questions. That's asked. the one I'll take the And she boy. wasn't far from us at that point in time. Nope. Like I ain't have I didn't have time for those problems. She was far. Nigga floor that there No, nah, she was at work that night. She oh, would have left work. Oh. Matter of fact, I did talk to her. She was on FaceTime, but I ain't tell her all the details. I ain't tell her old girl tried to run up on me. 
You ready to keep going? Mm-hmm. So next is know that forgiveness actually relieves stress. So the longer you hold on to angry feelings, the worse your body and mind will feel. And why do that to yourself? Remember that forgiveness really is a choice. You can decide to start forgiving and to stop harboring all of these feelings of ill will in your body as soon as you want. Yes, forgiveness is a process, but there is no need to hold it off. So I want to start this one. Is Mm -hmm. that okay with you? Mm -hmm. I can say that I've never fully forgiven you for that. Hello? I'm listening. Okay. I've never fully forgiven you for that. And I mean, I feel like it's evident in the way it comes up. Um, while I'm not mm-hmm. angry anymore, eh. I'm not angry anymore. Mm, okay. No, I'm not angry anymore. What do you call it? Conscious of it, maybe, but I don't get angry. Like overly conscious of it. No, maybe? I'm very conscious of it. I and said I, overly. No, I'm going to remain conscious of it. Um, I'm not going to forget it. And I'm saying that because it's always going to be something that I remember, but I'm not going to continue to use it to attack you. And I'm not going to continue to use it in a way to make you feel like you haven't been a good partner from that point forward. Um, You have committed yourself to showing me that you are not the person that made that situation happen. And so at this point, I'm choosing to accept that the per- I'm choosing to accept the person you're showing me and not the person that made that dumbass bullshit ass decision. Hello, dead air. Ooh, I had to, you know, control the words that were originally about to come out of my mouth. What were you about to say? Like, it was, oh, so, so like, I understand what you're saying, but what would have happened if I actually would have walked out of your apartment that day? If I wouldn't have listened to the fact that you asked me to stay, went through text message. What, what do you think would have happened then? Shit, would you be married now? Nigga, no. Would you, uh, would you, <laughs> no. Would you have um, given in? No. What about the time that the other one popped up and told you she was in love with you? Like, like what would happen if I just, if, if I remove myself from the situation as You don't want that time? response. But I'm saying, go ahead, tell me. I mean, at that point, like, you would have left. I'm not ugly, I don't <laughs> No, you fine as fuck. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not like it's gonna be out here just lonely and shit. But I don't make decisions for you. I never made a decision in those situations for you. The decision was for me. And was, my decision in Miami was for me. It wasn't about you. It had nothing to do with you. But it was still a dumbass decision. I understand that as the fact that we're together now. No, it was a dumbass decision that day. But at that point in time, for me, I wasn't tripping off of it. It was a dumbass decision. I didn't care about anything at that point. But it was a dumbass decision. So you're telling me it was not a dumbass decision? In this point, yes. No, no, no. In that point, my nigga. Okay, okay. But so I can admit to my fault and how it affects us and how, you know, I should have done differently. However,. You still don't understand how these different situations, we're talking about two different people for you. We're talking about one person for you where nothing happened. You've had a motherfucker propose to you. You've had a motherfucker tell you that they're in love with you. You have people pop up at you at work. You have people pop at your home. Like, But I don't have no control over that shit. But why don't you did it? Why don't you be like, that ain't what I want, and just leave that person alone? I've said that. To which one? Well, clearly both of them. Like I don't. I've but you still hang out with the other one that told you that was in love with you. Two weeks ago, maybe three. Not two. It's probably a month ago, sir. Whatever. Calm down. They just text you and with your permission. But they just text you asking you to bring them some damn tea because they were sick. Yeah, that was weird. So, so why? So, but so for me, right? It's like, why do they think this shit is okay? What is going on for them to think that you're still there? when shit like that still happens yeah so why why move in with me if you still feel that way because i trust you so what's the point of this what you're saying right now she just i'm confused why sign a lease and move in with me if you still no so this is i don't i don't think you understand i don't think that um i think that you think that i don't trust you in the sense that i think that something's there that's not what it is i'm trying to understand why you don't just leave that person alone when clearly they're not your friend that's what i'm asking that's what i don't understand your ex you left her ass alone 
<laughs> you cussed out, heart of broke a heart, left a. I ain't gonna say that. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't gonna say that. Thank you. Thank you. You did a lot. You broke her heart. Yeah. Right? But you left her alone in the end, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This other person who claims to be your friend. I think this. But it's masked. Me and this person that you're talking about have really been through a lot as a unit. Because y'all fucked? Nigga, no. That don't mean nothing to me. You don't listen to my podcast. (laughs) That's not that. It meant something to her, though. Is that. No, that's not it either. Before that ever happened, we were friends. Like, I was going through hell and all type of shit. And that person was there for me. And I'm not saying that that makes everything okay. But the situation is different because, like, I was literally having an out-of-body experience. And this person was there. And then for this person to still be there and even get me out here like this person whether you want to acknowledge it or not bought me to you mm-hmm. so uh yeah, i don't justify how they react i'm not them. saying that why are you pouring that like you're a waiter this is not olive garden i thought it was nigga. really dope so i thought i'd like you Yo, know she's hella she's like works. pouring this twist cap off wine into i just want it's sangria first off it's what want, it's sangria oh okay and like i, I said try. twist cap it's off 13.9 percent alcohol so on top of the the margarita we had I should be good tonight. Okay. Be knocked out. But I think there's like a part of me that. You heard that, right? No. I heard a big ass thud. Your kids are fucking up in that. Okay. <laughs> I just. There's a part of me that's like remembering what we were at that point. Now, I would love. What to, you were in what sense? As my friend. Okay. Like that's... that was my friend. Okay. Um, I would like for you, for y'all to sit down and communicate, but I also, I know. Have I had issues with hanging out with her? No, no I know where the Previously, issues come from. Previously, I was cool, I right? I know where the issues come from. Hold on, hold on. Just, just, just admit that I was okay with it. I've said invite her to our, our game nights. I said bring her over. Like, I don't mind getting to know her because I know that there's multiple, there's multiple people that I hang out with that are very important to me in my life. Mm-hmm. I know that that I've had history with, and so I have no have had no issues with hanging out with her. I won't be disrespected though. Yeah, Even and that's my thing. That's why we're over that part. I won't be disrespected in in the time of us being in a relationship. Who's yeah. disrespected you since we've been together? I mean, nobody. Exactly, because none of my people are stupid, and they respect me. Therefore, they respect you. I guess. Uh huh. So. We both do. We both accept each other's apology. I'm better accept your apology. I think that goes back to the fact that, you know, I forgive. It's just hard to forget when that same person keep doing dumb shit. I'm not doing shit. I'm not talking about you. Oh, okay. I was about to say I come. I, I get off work. I wake up. I go to work. <laughs> I come home. Walk the dogs. Walk the dogs. Go back in the house. Refuses I, to do dishes. I don't like doing dishes. There's some sitting right over there right now. Mm-hmm. Um. So, forgetting the pain is the next step. Rebuild your trust. This may not feel as great as your relationship used to be, but if you want to go back to how things were before you hurt, then you'll have to take baby steps to get there. Take things slow with the person and work on repairing your relationship. You may not trust the person right away, and you may have some doubts about whether or not you continue to be friends or date each other, and that's perfectly normal. Take things slow and hang out in low-pressure situations while giving each other space to be alone, too. Don't open up completely to the person and have less intense conversations until you feel comfortable sharing. Are we past? I feel like we're past that. Because I was about to say, I I, I disagree with not, like, opening up completely to you. I'm not. I don't feel like if I can't trust you, I'm not open. There's no reason for us to be together if I can't trust you. What? If I can't trust you, why am I with you? I mean, while you might make sense. I do. While you might make sense. The reality is that when someone hurts you, there's a PC view that questions things. And that's just the truth. I don't think that it's, it's like, I trust you to take care of me. I trust you to listen to me. I trust you to respect me and honor me and not go out and be a dickhead. But I also trust you to do what makes Corey happy. And 
the hope is that what makes Corey happy doesn't negatively impact our relationship. But you've shown me that you do what makes Corey happy. Now or previously? Previously. Okay. But that's, have I, hold on. But have let I me know? finish. I'm okay. not the one talking. Okay. But for me, it's like having to say to myself, okay, that was then. This is now. And so for me, it's not, it's not realistic for me to say, oh, yeah. I just trust her with, you know, I just, I just, it's for me, it's an everyday thing where I'm like, she's going to do right by me. She's going to do right by me. I know she's going to do right by me, which is why I took you around my family, which is why you met my dad, because I have faith in you in that way. But it's unrealistic for someone to sit there and say, oh, I'm going to forget about it. And like nothing ever happened. And we're just going to move on. I get it. I completely understand where you're coming from. I think for some people, it's just harder than others, you know? Like, I'm I'm at a point where I'm chilling, like I said previously. Um, it doesn't affect me as much. However, when certain situations come up that resemble that, it's hard for me to not say something about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, as you should. Like, when you, you know, and I mean, not talking about your ex, but talking about your friend. Like, you know, I had let this shit go, but then you go hoop with the person and they start bad mouthing me and i ain't even did shit to them so for me it's like it's hard again it's hard to like not say something when it's the same shit repeatedly right. and how long are you gonna let it go on you're right you're right and um i'm i i have to check myself um i think i'm so scared to lose a relationship especially moving out here a relationship being like a friendship that um sacrificing some shit does that make sense no it makes so you know i have to be okay with every every friendship you know maybe every friendship isn't meant to last or Mm -hmm. maybe there needs to be like a real life sit down where we're like okay what the fuck is the issue but you're right i do need to nip that in the bud because if roles were reversed i would ask you to nip it in the bud and you would have every right to be like nigga fuck you if roles was reversed and i hadn't already and i hadn't already nipped it in the bud by now and we've been dealing with it since what? <sighs> Shit, I'm her at your game night back in what April? Who knows? Like, and if I hadn't hit that shit in the bud by now, you'd have been done with my ass. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so for me, I'm like, I feel like I, as your partner, as your girlfriend, have let it go on and have you know set back and tried to allow you to handle it. And for me, it's like you still ain't handled the shit because you just saw her a month ago. And now you don't even want to see her ass no more because she don't know how to talk. She don't know how to act. She don't know how to, she don't know what the fuck to say out of her mouth. But isn't that like a sign of like good faith where I'm just like, I really just don't have no time for no bullshit and I just don't want to kick it. But why not just say something to her? Why not tell her when she's blowing your phone up, when she's texting you, things like that, and you're not responding and you're not saying nothing. You're not, you're not stopping the situation. You're not telling her no. You're not telling her it's not okay. True. Okay. So then I will make sure that happens. Are you okay with me communicating to, with that to her? I yeah. Okay. That's your friend, nigga. I'm trying to make sure. I asked you permission to go out. Not permission because I'm a grown ass man. But I I talked to you about going hey, to play with her, shit. didn't I? Like I talked to you when I'm about to make moves with her, don't I? Yeah. Okay. And so I, I appreciate that. Why would I'm I stop saying, now? But what I'm saying though is that. You know, you don't need my permission to say, hey, I can't fuck with you no more because you don't know how to act. You need my permission to reach out to somebody. Or that's different, though. It's a completely different situation because y'all overlapped. I was dating you and her at the same time. So, like, that's completely different. This is just supposed to be your friend Mm -hmm. who you have a history with. Mm-hmm. And you don't sit up there and question me every time. You probably do in your head. But out loud, you don't sit up there and question me every time. I'll be like, hey, I'm going to go here with this person. I'm going there with that person. Do you? No. Okay. Out loud. Again, I said out loud. <laughs> I know you. I see your face. I know you. I know my girlfriend. <laughs> so I know how you probably truly feel. Mm-hmm. But you respect me and trust me enough not to say nothing. So I should respect and trust you enough not to question when you go hang out with her. Because that's supposed to be your friend. She's the reason you you moved out here in the first time. You don't question when I hang out with her, do you? 
Ooh, internally, yes. What do you mean? Question in the sense of, like, what dumb shit is she about to do now? Oh, I thought you meant, No, like, not question you. Oh. No. Well, you, you are not my issue in the situation. I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, that's the first person you met. That's the first person you knew when you came down here. You knew her longer than you know me. It's the only person I knew. That, yeah. Like, you knew her longer than you know me. She, she, she was around doing a really tumultuous point in your life come on tumultuous she like she she's been there for you in some capacity the problem is that she's constantly displayed since i've been around that she's been there for you based on false pretenses Mm -hmm. and that's my issue i get it i hear you um and it is something that i will definitely get control of and i will definitely uh, communicate very clearly the expectation. If the expectation cannot be met, then I will remo- remove myself and I will communicate that as well. So I asked for just All like right. just like as I've done. I'm sorry, what? I said just as I've done. You have? Yeah. I'm sorry, when? I'll talk to the one that I was talking but to. But no, no, did you, you communicate why? Yeah, she knows I'm she knew I was dating somebody. Uh-huh. She knew I was with somebody. She knew I was serious about that person. Uh-huh. Yeah. I communicate. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. You knew that the last time I was supposed to hang out with her, and I didn't. I'm sorry. What? When was yeah. the last time you were supposed to hang out with her? Oh, shit. It was months ago. What the one? Months ago? Like, months ago since we got in a no, relationship? No, it was before we got ago? together. It was before we was actually oh, nigga, together. No. It was before mm-hmm. August. Okay. So, let's move on. Let's wrap it up. So, moving forward instead of looking back. Focus on the future and all that it holds for you, whether the person who hurt you is in it or not. If all you do is wallow in the past and think about all the ways that you were wrong and that life hasn't been fair to you, then you'll never be able to forgive and forget. Instead, have gratitude for all of the people who do make your life great and all the opportunities you have and think about all of the wonderful things that lie ahead. Focus on the goals you want to meet in the future that will make your life even better. Make a plan for achieving them instead of thinking about all the things that went wrong for you. And I feel like we're on that path right now. Like, Mm -hmm. we decided to move forward with the relationship. We decided to move forward with living together, like, incorporating each other into each other's families. Like, so I feel like we're on that path. Um, Continue to work on yourself. Improve those things you want to work on. And see how much better you feel as you become a more caring, compassionate, and well-rounded person. You have made a choice to forgive and forget. And you should be proud of yourself for doing that, even if it takes longer than you hope to get there. So, I, like I've said to you, I'm not going to forget. But I, I will actually forgive. And stop using that to question your love for me. And I will accept the person that you show me. And let go of the person that committed this great offense against me. Like you? Um, I think that I've gotten better with um, letting go of your ex. Um, so moving forward, I will trust you and what you're saying of handling the situation with your friend. Um, and making sure, I mean, cause at the end of the day, it's not that I don't trust you. It's not that I think that you're going off to do something. It's just that in my head, when you come back, you about to tell me about some dumb shit she said or did. Mm-hmm. And that's what concerns me. Mm-hmm. So I will work on not thinking like that. You want me to not tell you this, the, any dumb shit? No, I actually appreciate the fact that you tell me all the dumb shit she says and does. Um, because I'd rather you tell me than me be sitting around looking like a fool, you know? Mm. And so, you know, because it's been times where we've been around each other, she don't say shit to me. No. And and I know what it is. You didn't believe me, but I knew what it was. And so I just, I, 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 I trust you and respect the fact that you'll handle it as you told me you would. All right. With that being said, any good shit happened this week, my nigga? I gotta stop calling you my nigga. Thank you. But you are my Hi. nigga. I'm your woman. Mm. Say something smart. Go ahead. You ain't never leaving. I ain't never leaving. Wife trip. You said what? Wow. Yeah, I did. Definitely pull you on your man out, my nigga. Wow. 
my ass just now. Wow. Didn't you just tell me the other day that that's some psycho ass lyrics? It is some. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go call the Yo, shit. yo, you know the craziest shit I ever heard? <laughs> I was in a relationship and that person told me, I don't care if we break up, any baby you have with another woman gonna be my baby. Try me if you want to. <laughs> now that's some crazy shit. But, um, yeah, I had a good week. I had a good day so far. Uh, my kids uh, are learning, bro. My kids are shining. One of my scholars, actually, um, he's in fourth grade, and he has a hard time reading. In the beginning of the year, he was at a kindergarten reading level, and now he is at a second grade reading level. So for those of you who are not teachers, that might sound like, bitch, are you proud of that? Yes, I am. Because he came from last year, another school, and he is now, and he came to us, could not read the word the, and now homeboys on the second grade reading level, mm-hmm. we doing big things out here in Miss Malachi's homeroom class is lit. And so I'm just so proud of my kids. Yo, we killed three whole lessons today, man. They just, they were, they were on it. I have to get no deductions. Like. I'm so proud of my kids, You didn't bro. have to get no deductions? No, I didn't have to give no deductions oh, today. Tell me that part Like, I went through my phone and looked. I had not gave no point deductions today. That's what's up. Right? No send-outs, no nothing. Them kids love you, man. Well, you know, they are. Them kids love you. Oh, you know. Like, I really wish you didn't teach fourth grade, or at least that your class didn't, your, your school didn't end at fourth grade, because you made such a tremendous impact on those kids' lives, and you don't even realize it. Yeah, well, you know, hey. <laughs> I feel a whole grown man. Um, Whatever. Anywho, nothing for you from work? Uh, I mean, you know, same shit, different day. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> I see my kids on Sunday, so I'll be cool then. The, 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 the job she does love. Nah, I just love the kids. <laughs> Trick love the kids. <laughs> I just love working with them because they some fools, man. Yeah, they are, y'all. Watch how I interact with them. It's so fucking ug- unanno- annoying and ugly as shit, Why? Bro. What do we be like, doing? Do too much, bro. It's too much. Because like, I like my siblings. I like, like four, I, fourth look, graders, I work with bro. teenagers. I work no, with teenagers. I don't like teenagers. I'm only 30. <laughs> they do so too much, bro. Teens, no. And mind you, like... My oldest ones are like two years younger than my little brother. So they all operate like they're my siblings. What the fuck am I supposed to do? I'm good, bro. I, somebody asked me about teaching middle school at this event I went to on Sunday. I mean, I'm middle school, high school. And I was like, I'm first off, I look too close to their age. <laughs> you do. All I need is one little girl to run up on me thinking she's going to live. And I, and that's just going to be it. <laughs> so crazy. I know that I cannot teach high school. I don't have time, sweetheart. I don't have time. I'm good with fourth grade. I'll even go to fifth grade. But I'm good right there. Were they still impressionable? I, I just can... wish that you were in a space like y'all, y'all's grade levels went up to a point where your kids could still see you. Like, I would not be surprised if them kids took every chance they could to come back and see you. No, absolutely not. Uh, when Once you've been promoted to fifth grade, goodbye. They they love you, though. Man. Spread your wings and fly they away you. from me. They love you. <laughs> and I love them, but spread your wings. Shit, you see mine. Minor in college and still come back. Well, no, I don't want you to come back. I want like, you to grow and go. They gonna be real hurt this go year when I ain't there no more. As for my house, we will praise the Lord. You keep you. moving that I way away you. from me, away devil. from me. <laughs> I ain't that much of a devil. My kids is is growing. Them brains are growing. Oh no, you're a genius. Oh yeah, I'm a hell of a teacher. Yeah. Anywho, uh, with that being said, uh, I love y'all. And this was a hell of a podcast. Um, it took us Ooh. a while to record. We got in a whole argument in it and had I to mean, cut it out. It was an argument. It was an argument. Like I was about to cry. Like I was about oh, to. I'm sorry, baby. Hit you in the face with this wine bottle. Um, oh, damn! I take back my apology. <laughs> I didn't though. I didn't though. Is it growth? That is growth. Because when we first Don't. started hanging out, y'all. Don't do that. You say how we was playing. We was like play fighting and shit. Did you hit me in my face? Yes. Oh, like, your fault like, then, bro. I, I smack her in the face, but we like, you know, it's like a little tap. Like, let's be my right. Wait, pause. No, 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 no. Let me pause. finish. No, let me no, finish. No, because I got family that was, listen to this. We were playing. Yeah. We were play Like, play we fighting play like fighting. a mug, like, man. And, 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 and I didn't realize I could right? not. She always starts it. She always starts the play fighting. And so, like, the problem is that you do one thing, you make one wrong move. And it escalates it for her to a next level. So oh, next thing I know, and mind you, we sitting at her at her house on the couch, <laughs> drinking a, a bottle of wine, and I tapped her on the face, like not thinking shit of it. 
because I'm just playing, this motherfucker grabs the empty bottle and has it up like she's about to swing on me. And at first I thought she was playing, and I looked at her ass in the eyes. I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, babe, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> and she finally snapped back, oh, man. <laughs> For five seconds, I thought I was about to die. <laughs> no, I don't have so any I family here to clean up the mess. I couldn't hit her. Um, But anyway, I love you, kid. I love you too, baby. And we love y'all. With that being said, this was the Wind Up Podcast. I'm your host, Kiara. And I'm your host, Corey. Good night.